It's Monday, July 31, 2023. I am thrilled to have you here for the 42nd edition of the Z News Podcast. This is your host, Ayanda. Together, let's embark on an enriching journey through the vibrant tapestry of news and stories that define Zambia. As we delve into the news landscape, we'll bring you a curated selection of the most important stories from various sources. Stay tuned for a brief overview of what's happening in Zambia. Time to embark on our news journey. Let's get to it. We are going to start with news from Zambia Daily Mail, which has six entries today. The first entry is entitled Mind Safety Should Be Prioritized. Zambia is the seventh largest producer of copper and ninth largest producer of cobalt globally, and copper contributes over 70% of the country's foreign exchange earnings. However, mine accidents are a major concern in the country, and the Zambia Chamber of Mines is calling for enhanced safety measures to reduce the number of accidents and ensure sustained production of minerals. The second entry is entitled Man, 20, jailed 15 years for defiling girlfriend. Richard Mulenga, a 20-year-old man from Chingola, has been sentenced to 15 years in prison for defiling a 14-year-old girl he claimed was his girlfriend. The victim's mother testified that she found her daughter staying with the convict in Kassam Township after searching for her. Entry number three is entitled FRA to buy more. The Food Reserve Agency, FRA, has announced that it will double its maize purchase target from 500,000 metric tons to 1 million metric tons due to an increase in the maize harvested and an overwhelming response from farmers. Entry number 4 is entitled Suicide Over K-50. 16-year-old Gilbert Sulu of Madanyama, Munalanga, Northwestern Province, committed suicide after misusing K-50 given to him by his grandmother to buy fish at a local market. The fifth entry is entitled Government Hailed Over Civic Space, ATI. The Action Governance Forum has commended the New Dawn administration for creating an enhanced civic space in Zambia, allowing citizens and opposition political parties to associate freely without any restrictions, unlike in the past when the draconian Public Order Act was used to stifle rights. The sixth entry is entitled No Errors in Supplementary Budget, Mazakotwain. Minister of Finance and National Planning Sitchimbeko Mazakotwain has clarified that the K11.3 billion supplementary budget adopted by Parliament last Friday contains no errors contrary to social media reports. He stated that the budget was unanimously adopted after clarifications were provided to the Chinsali Member of Parliament who had alleged errors in the document. Next up, we have news from News Diggers, which has a remarkable 10 entries today. Let's take a quick look at each one. The first entry is entitled Police Nab Rockview Law Student for Stabbing Colleague. Police have arrested a 23-year-old law student from Rockview University for stabbing his fellow student, Calvin Mo. The victim has since been discharged from hospital and the suspect is awaiting trial. Entry number two is entitled Immigration Apprehends Over 650 in LSK. The Department of Immigration apprehended 679 persons of different nationalities in a cleanup operation in Lusaka targeting churches and areas such as Mandevu, Balastan, Matero, Labola and Comesa Market. 
Of the 679 apprehended, 283 were released unconditionally after preliminary screening. The third entry is entitled Tiz Get's First Female President. TZ has elected Priscilla Shanza as its new chapter president and board chairperson, making her the first ever female to hold the position. She was elected during an extraordinary general meeting held on July 28, 2023. The fourth entry is entitled We'll Be Doubting Thomas Until ATI Bill is Enacted, F.R. Muyab. Father Alex Muyab, chairperson of the CSL's Access to Information Coalition, remains skeptical until the Access to Information Bill is enacted into law. Despite Cabinet's approval of the bill's introduction in the National Assembly, Muyab is waiting to see if it will finally be enacted this time around. The fifth entry is entitled Leveraging Manganese and Gold Mining for Zambia's Economic Growth and Job Creation. Zambia stands at a pivotal moment to harness the potential of manganese and gold mining to drive economic growth and job creation. With the global demand for renewable energy solutions on the rise, manganese is poised to experience exponential growth in demand, while gold mining operations have already led to increased income generation for local communities. With proper policies and sustainable practices, Zambia can transform its mining sector and chart a path towards inclusive and sustainable growth. Entry number six is entitled We Are Making Money from the Mealy Meal ZNS is Exporting to Congo, Lufuma. Defense Minister Ambrose Lufuma has clarified that the Zambia National Service Eagle branded Mealy Meal labeled for export is being imported from South Africa to meet the Congolese demand, while at the same time stabilizing Mealy Meal prices in Zambia. Entry number seven is entitled We Won't Hesitate to Take Action Against Sesco for Poor Performance. Cautions ERB. The Energy Regulation Board, ERB, has cautioned that it will take action against Sesco for poor performance, as the utility company failed to meet various performance targets set for 2020 to 2022. ERB has developed a new KPI framework for Sesco for the period 2023 to 2025. Entry number 8 is entitled Copper Queens Face Costa Rica Dead Rubber Fixture. The Zambian women's national team will look to end their debut FIFA Women's World Cup campaign on a high note when they face Costa Rica in their final Group C match this morning. Both teams are winless in the tournament, but Zambia will be hoping to build on the momentum of their 3-2 friendly win over Germany in July. Entry number 9 is entitled Current Mood of Despair is Forcing People to Look for Alternative Leadership, Mpombo. Zambians are in a state of despair and are looking for alternative leadership, leading to calls for former President Edgar Lungu's political comeback. People believe his second journey to Damascus could reverse the current decline and bring hope to the country. The tenth entry is entitled People Will Regret Having Taken Their Naps a Partial, insists Simukoko. Former Labour Minister Joyce Simukoko attributes the gender disparity in NAPSA partial withdrawals to lack of information among women, and warns that most people who have accessed their funds will regret it. Next up, we have news from Mwabantu, which has eight entries today. The first entry is entitled KCM, and MCM negotiations not yet finalized, Paul Kabusa. Negotiations on Mopani copper mines and Kongkola copper mines are still ongoing 
and the government is taking its time to ensure the decision made is in the best interest of Zambians. Minister Paul Kabusa has appealed to the public to remain patient, as the government will continue to provide updates on the matter. The second entry is entitled We Are Concerned About Mealy Prices, says Cornelius Muitwa. UPND spokesperson Cornelius Muitwa has announced that the new Dawn government is working to address the escalating price of mealy meal and that the party is looking into ways to stabilize prices and increase maize production. He also said that the UPND is working to transition farmers off the FISC program and ensure that cadrism does not resurface. The third entry is entitled Goff Introduces Goff Super Plus, a package that offers viewers unmatched sports and entertainment from the comfort of their homes. Goff Super Plus is the perfect package for football fans to watch the Premier League kickoff next month, with access to over 70 channels and a variety of sports, movies, series, and entertainment for the whole family to enjoy. Upgrade today and make your home a happy place with Goff Super Plus. The fourth entry is entitled Law Student Stabs Fellow Student with a Knife Under Unclear Circumstances, Police Say. A 23-year-old student of Rockview University in Lusaka has been arrested for allegedly stabbing his fellow student with a knife. Chepapa Senj, a law student, is accused of stabbing Salma Calvinmo, also 23, at their boarding house at Mangil Rockview University. Police have detained the suspect and he is expected to appear in court soon. Entry number 5 is entitled World Tourism Body Agrees on Innovative Strategies to Spur Sustainable Tourism in Africa. At the Amco Regional Commission for Africa, ministers of tourism from 33 countries discussed strategies to increase value addition and break barriers related to trade to foster the free movement of goods and services on the continent. They also proposed the use of rich and abundant biodiversity and carbon credits to finance Africa's tourism industry and the much-needed infrastructure for sustainable development. The sixth entry is entitled Rufin's A Mother Abandons Newborn to Attend a Traditional Ceremony, Police Say. A 35-year-old woman in Rufenza district, Zambia, gave birth to a baby boy and abandoned him in a maize field near the banks of the Luangwa River, wrapped in a mosquito net and placed in a bucket. The baby was discovered by the woman's husband, who had gone to chase goats from the field. The woman has been apprehended for the offense of child desertion. The seventh entry is entitled Zambia Wishes They Had Played Costa Rica. Earlier after 3-1 win. The Copper Queens of Zambia bowed out of the World Cup on a high, recording a 3-1 win over Costa Rica. Zambia's Lushomo Mwimba and Barbara Banda scored two goals, while Rachel Kundanangi added a third in added time, giving Zambia a much-needed victory after two consecutive losses. The eighth entry is entitled Death Toll in the Likely Accident Increase to Five. Five people have died in a tragic road accident involving a likely bus and a freightliner truck near Kabwe, Zambia. Forty-two casualties were admitted to Kabwe General Hospital, with five still in the hospital. To wrap up today's edition, let's check out the news from ZNBC, which has nine entries today. Entry number one is entitled Livingston Records Increase in GBV Cases. Livingston University Teaching Hospital's Anti-Gender-Based Violence One-Stop Center 
has seen an increase in cases of GBV in the first half of the year, with physical fights between spouses and defilement cases being the highest reported. The center also recorded an increase in child pregnancies, with 83 cases reported in the first half of the year. The second entry is entitled ZRA Pounces on Firm that was not remitting VAT and was posted in the business category. The Zambia Revenue Authority has uncovered Gains Enterprises, a building materials supplier in Lusaka, for not remitting value-added tax to the authority. The company has been issued a warning and will be made to pay for all the VAT it has not been remitting. The managing director of Gains Enterprises has promised to become tax-compliant. The third entry is entitled 2NAB for Stealing Center Pivot Cables and was posted in the local category. Police in Central Province have arrested two suspects in connection with the theft of center pivot cables from multiple farms, valued at 50,000 kwacha. The suspects confessed to the thefts and led officers to a bush where they had hidden the cables. Entry number four is entitled Davis Mueller's case adjourned and was posted in the politics category. Former Patriotic Front PF Secretary General Davis Mueller and his co-accused Annie Moitwa, a lawyer, have had their trial adjourned to September 14 and 15, 2023 due to their application by the state as the state witness was indisposed. They are jointly charged with two counts of possession of 102,600,000 kwacha deemed to be proceeds of crime. Entry number five is entitled Government to Incentivize Eco-Friendly Businesses and was posted in the business category. The Zambian government is incentivizing businesses that prioritize eco-friendly practices and transparency, while the G100 National Economic Summit aims to contribute to the country's social and economic recovery. The private sector is also calling for reforms to ease the burden of doing business and for local companies to actively participate in generating wealth. Entry number six is entitled UPND not concerned with Lungu's movements and was posted in the politics category. UPND spokesperson Cornelius Mwitwa has assured that the government is taking steps to address the rising cost of Miu Miu and that the party is not concerned about former President Edgar Lungu's movements. He also warned that if Lungu's movements are politically motivated, he risks losing his retirement benefits. Entry number 7 is entitled Department of Immigration Detains 371 Suspects and was posted in the local category. Yesterday, a combined team of immigration officers and other security wings apprehended 679 people of various nationalities in a cleanup operation. Of these, 371 were detained and 258 Zambians were released unconditionally after preliminary screening. The operation was conducted in Mandevu, Balastan Matero, Labola and Kamesa Market, and aimed to rid Lusaka of illegal immigrants. The eighth entry is entitled Action A to Construct Education and Health Facilities in Bulamu, and was posted in the local category. Action Aid Zambia has signed contracts to support the construction of facilities for the Ministry of Education and Health in Bulamu District, including maternity annexes, mother shelters, two classroom blocks, and modern play packs, with support from German Development Corporation, GIZ. Entry number 9 is entitled Copper Queen Sign-Off World Cup with Win and was posted in the sports category. 
The Copper Queens have made history in their maiden World Cup appearance, with Lishomo Muimba becoming the first Zambian player to score a goal at the FIFA Women's World Cup and Barbara Banda scoring the 1,000th goal of the World Cup. Fans in Kitwe celebrated the win, with Kafwimbi Chilambwi noting the tactical changes that led to the victory, and Elijah Sinsamwa looking forward to the lessons the team will take away from the tournament. That concludes our journey through this edition of the Z News Podcast. I trust you found our exploration of the news landscape insightful and illuminating. Until our paths cross again, this is Ayanda, your guide in the realm of information, bidding you adieu. Bye-bye for now.